This audio is brought to you by Muslim Central. Please consider donating to help cover our running costs and future projects by visiting www.muslimcentral.com forward slash donate. He is the one who starts things off and he is the one who brings them back. In other words, Allah has the power to get them in the beginning and later on. Allah can punish in this life and in the next life. He could start the punishment now and later on bring it back again like he has with many nations, hasn't he? He punished Fir'aun in this dunya and he will punish him again in the akhirah. He punished the nation of Ad and Thamud in this dunya, he'll punish them again in the akhirah. He started that punishment here, and he'll bring it back again. Yubdi Yu'id also means he creates life. He started it off, and he'll bring life back again. Don't you, don't you ever wonder whether or not the, life next, the next life is coming or not. And this surah isn't about believing in the next life. It's about believing that in the next life, justice will be served. That's the point that Allah is bringing back. Just like this is happening right now, Allah will bring all these people back. إِنَّهُ هُوَ يُبْدِئُ وَيُعِيدُ وَهُوَ الْغَفُورُ الْوَدُودُ And He is still extremely forgiving and intensely loving. The, the word غَفُور is common, everybody here knows that one. But I'll highlight wadud for you and what it, what it implies. They say, الْوَدْ أَمِ الْوَدْ التَّلَازُمْ وَالتَّمَاسُكَ الْمُمْتَدْ مَعَرِفْقٍ أَوْ لَيْنْ When you hold on to something, and you don't let go of something, but you hold on to it softly and gently. It's actually the word in Arabic for love that doesn't come to an end. Love that you just stay, it stays and it stays and it stays and it stays. You know, love can get rusty. Love can die out, but not wood. You know? And so it's a, it's a long-lasting, الاستمرار والتصال والتماسك what tamasukul qawi actually hold on, holding on to something with great strength, and so this word, by, by the way, this was used for in the pagan traditions, the god of love. You know how you have like what is it, Cupid, right? But the pagans had waddan, la tafaruna alihatakum, wa la tafaruna waddan, wa la and the god of love. Their god of love was wad, okay, from the same origin. So here we find. وَهُوَ الْغَفُورُ الْوَدُودُ الْمُحِبُّ لِعِبَادِهِ يَصِلُهُمْ وَيُمِدُّهُمْ بِرَحْمَتِهِ وَنِعْمَتِهِ That he, he loves them and he extends his love, care and mercy to his slaves. In other words, there are two things here. One, believers who have been persecuted know that your, this might be a way by which you will be forgiven. And on top of that, Allah will give you so much love and He will take so much care of you and it's gonna last forever. وَهُوَ الْغَفُورُ الْوَدُودُ on the other hand, actually, even criminals are being told, make tawbah now, Allah will forgive. You still have a chance. While you're still alive, make tawbah, and the record will be expunged, and you will be forgiven. al majid. What to think of the, the, the fortresses in the sky that are there, uh, much above those is the castle itself. It's the throne of Allah, the king itself. He's the owner of the grand throne of al-arsh al-majid. That's that word Majid, we use it all the time. We say Quran Majid, right? Al Quran al Majid. So let's understand the word Majid a little bit, inshallah, before we go on. So they say in Arabic, this is Al Jism bilatif lahu kuwa wahdatu atharin fima yuslihuhu wa yuradu lahu kamtila il butun il maskura bit ta'am. I'll simplify all of this. Wakad fasaruhu bil karam wa sharaf wa bil muru'a wa saha wa bi karam il aba wa nabil sharaf. It's actually the word the, the, the word majd is used when something when you eat good food and you're filled just perfectly. When you have an animal that's perfectly healthy, it's actually called tam, ta, you know majadat majadat al ibl. 
that the animal is, is perfectly healthy and full of great food. Exactly the food that was perfectly nutritious. You know, sometimes you eat really good tasting food, especially Pakistani food, but you pay for it later. <laughs> right? But if you eat really good, it tasted really good, and it was really good for you, that's actually food that has majd in it. And from it developed this idea of nobility, and dignity, and generosity, and being good to somebody. And so they say, وَجَمْعُ الرَّجُلْ أَوِ الشَّيْءِ صِفَاتِ الْفَضْلِ وَالْخَيْرِ أَلَّتِي يُرَادُ لَهَا The best of all qualities combined in something are actually called, something has majd in it. The best of all qualities, the perfect combination of all the qualities would be majd. So it's noble, it's respectable, it's likable, all of those things together. So when Allah says, العرش المجيد, He's describing the nobility of His arsh, the perfection of His arsh, and how all good qualities are attributed to that arsh. You know, when you think of the throne of a king, you think sometimes of oppression, power, you think of injustice that, that, that stems from that throne. Because people who are associated with that throne exert their power on people and persecute people. And yet Allah says, His arsh is actually majid. It has all the good qualities associated with it. Nobility, justice, generosity, goodness towards people. That's what's associated with the arsh of Allah, making it al-arsh al-majid. So he's the owner of al-arsh al-majid. And after saying that, it only makes sense that he says, فَعَالٌ لِمَا يُرِيدٌ You see, the ayat of the Qur'an should not be looked at in isolation. There are continuity. He says he does over and over again whatever he wants. If you just look at this ayat on its own, he does whatever he wants. You might think Allah is saying, if He wants to you know, be unjust, He's unjust. If He wants to let people be persecuted, He does persecution. But He already described the throne from which He rules is a throne that has majd in it, goodness in it, nobility in it. And in that thr- from that throne, Allah Azza wa Jal describes He does whatever He wills. In other words, only good things. Whatever He intends can only be khayr. And He does it over and over and over again. فَعَالٌ لِمَا يُرِيدٌ هَلْ أَتَاكَ حَدِيثُ الْجُنُودِ that these criminals that have been that have been getting they think they've been getting away with their crimes have you have the has the news of the armies reached you and this statement by itself is pretty shocking wait is allah sending some armies because if the prophet is being told by the way have, have you heard about the armies coming halataka hadithul junud did the news of the armies reach you you the, even the kuffar might just start thinking this al askar al mujtama al qital this if there's an army gathered to fight is the prophet being told about some reinforcements no 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 historical armies fir'auna wa thamud the armies of the pharaoh and thamud meaning what were this is again a badal it's a, it's an interesting kind of badal in that arm that's all they were were armies fir'aun and thamud all they were were armies there were such military mights and yet how did allah deal with them you think allah can't deal with these criminals He's dealt with much bigger before. He's dealt with powers that were much better at grabbing and torturing and torturing and persecuting. And he's dealt with them. You know? And so he says now, Fir'auna wa Thamud, na kafaru fi takdeeb. No, no, no. Instead, these dis- the disbelievers, those who've disbelieved, they're just in outright denial. They're just gonna call all of that a lie. They don't even realize how much history has gone by and how many more powerful than them have been dealt with. But don't you forget, they can, they can deny it all they want, they can dismiss it all they want. Wallahu min wara'ihim muhit. Allah in fact, has been behind them, encircling them all around. This is actually really beautiful, in that you first describe an army. And when an army attacks a village, it surrounds a village. Okay? And when an army comes, it's, it comes from a strategic location. And it comes from a location where it makes sure it cannot be attacked from behind. 
And Allah says, وَاللَّهُ مِنْ وَرَائِهِمْ muhit. Allah has come from behind them and has encircled them entirely. They're the armies who thought they had their victims surrounded and Allah has them surrounded from behind. That's the image Allah has painted. وَاللَّهُ مِنْ وَرَائِهِمْ muhit. And He concludes, what is that great power, that t- testimony that Allah Azza has them surrounded? It's not a weapon. It's not a, it's not a physical, it's not angels. It's actually Qur'an itself. بَلْ هُوَ قُرْآنٌ مَجِيدٌ No, no, no. In fact, instead, it is a majestic Qur'an. What is this ayat? What's بَلْ doing here? بَلْ هُوَ قُرْآنٌ مَجِيدٌ Allah says, He has you surrounded. If He wants, He can destroy you. But no, He gave you Qur'an. And Qur'an is noble, and it's generous, and Allah will not punish you because He's gonna let you come, He's gonna let you straighten yourselves out by the nobility of the Qur'an itself. Just learn from the Qur'an. Instead of Allah destroying you by His hand, He can, but no, He'll give you a chance because this Qur'an is far too noble. Had it not been for the Qur'an, nations would have been wiped out because they deserve it. But Allah says, no, they still have a chance, maybe they'll come back to the Qur'an, and through its majesty and grace, they will become dignified themselves. هُوَ قُرْآنٌ مَجِيدٌ فِي لَوْحٍ And I described majd to you before, so from the, the arsh that only gives nobility, now it's the Qur'an that's being recited with grand nobility. فِي لَوْحٍ مَحْفُوظٍ It is guarded, it, it, it lies in a tablet. Lawh in Arabic actually means a board, a wooden board. You know, min صَفَائِحِ الْخَشَبِ uh, a flat long board uh, something that you can write on or carve onto and Allah says there are these guarded tablets in, in a large guarded tablet that's where the Quran originally is there's a couple notions that I want to share with you inshallah and then I'll give you an, an, a, a really powerful overview I think it's a really powerful overview of the surah so understand two things here first of all when Allah says Quran is majid it means that we as believers should know that no matter how much people make fun of the Qur'an, no matter how much people ridicule the Qur'an, its grace, its majesty, its nobility should never be reduced in our eyes. And the way we speak of the Qur'an, and the way we recite the Qur'an, and the, way, the, we, the fact that we have something that shares the qualities of the Arsh of Allah. The Arsh is Majid, and the Qur'an is also Majid. This is connecting us directly to the Arsh of Allah. You realize that? Is coming from the owner of the arsh. So these words have this, this royalty to them that we have to internalize. We have to be in awe of the word of Allah when we recite it. We have to be like such an honor that you get to have access to the majid word of Allah that came from al-arsh al-majid. Subhanallah. Then Allah says, by the way, right under his arsh, what is the origin of this Qur'an that you're reciting? The origin is not the mouth of the Prophet wasallam. The origin is not even Jibreel. Jibreel is getting it from Lawhun Mahfuz. There's a tablet well guarded and well secured in the possession of Allah. And that, guard, that tablet is from where this Qur'an is delivered onto the heart and the tongue of Rasulullah wasallam, and through that to all of us. We are now connected to this, this heavenly castle.